Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Equipped to March, with WVU Chi Alpha. The hope of this podcast is to equip small groups with sound biblical teachings on God and how to walk with Him, and to equip the small group leader with the tools to lead as God has called them. We pray you are equipped and encouraged by this podcast in order that you can march well for our King on the college campus. Now, please welcome our hosts. Okay. Hey, welcome back to Equip to March podcast. We're excited to be with you guys today, and we have a very special guest with us. What's your name? I'm Carly. Carly. Carly is a small group leader with us, and we also have... Uh, I'm Grace. Grace is back again. We got Christopher and me, and uh, we're excited to do this. So today, um, we're talking about humility, right? Um, So when you guys think of humility, what comes to mind? Um, the sober sense of like reality, like who I am and who God is. And like, yeah, there's easy like to have this view of myself that's wrong or like this view of God that's wrong. But like, what is, what is like real truth? Um, yeah. What do you mean by a sober sense of reality? That's a, Um, that's an awesome statement. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yeah. Like what is like really true? Like, like not biased by like, like opinions, but what is like real fact? Like this is who God is like based on like his word. And this is like who I am, like based on like who he says I am. Yeah. That's awesome. Really, really good. Yeah, I think of just like putting others before yourself and like seeing others rightly with that sober sense of reality. Like, what do they need and seeing how you can be of service to them, just like having a servant heart instead of putting yourself first. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, like um, the other context that sober is used in is like drunk or sober. And, you know, if, if 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 you're drunk, then like, uh, a lot of people who are drunk do like a lot of crazy stuff that yeah. like you wouldn't do normally mm-hmm. if you saw things rightly. Yeah. Um, or if you were like kind of like living in reality. Yeah. Um, you kind of like, um, yeah. And, and, and so, but when, when you're like sober minded, it's like, oh, he's thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, right. when, when you're like have a sober sense of reality with like, um, you know, your identity or just like the world in yeah. general, um, it, it puts things like basically like into correct perspective. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, cause there's uh, so many things that you can like, I feel like it is, it is a, it is a beast <laughs> to, to, to get there entirely. Um, yeah. you know, just whether it's like with yourself or your culture versus other cultures or, you know, different things. Um, it, it, it takes effort to like have like a right view of like life in general, yeah. especially with a ton of stuff like that. You know, it's, it's very easy to like believe something is true yeah. today. Um, yeah. just what, based off how, of what someone says. Yeah. And, and I think this is like a great, I guess, like, way to go is reality like everyone said reality so what what do you mean like yeah it is hard to figure out what that is and so like what how do we discern how do we figure out what reality really is when everyone's saying contradictory so you know what i'm saying like like okay go outside ask three people the same question 
one answer. It's not like, oh, that ties into this. It's literally contradictory. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do with that? How do, how do we, how do we find reality? How does, how does humility tie into that? I think the easiest way to like find reality is like just to open your Bible and yeah. like, okay, like, yeah, like who does God say I am? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm a child of God. So like that was like first and foremost, like yeah. my identity. And so, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's good. No, I agree completely. That's what I was thinking. Too. I was like, just this is reality yeah. right here. Like, yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, um, I don't know. It, it's like, um, if I put on drunk goggles, going back to the drunk yeah. example, um, beer goggles, beer goggles <laughs> um, uh, and I like started walking, I would like, I wouldn't see reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would be seeing through this like, like intoxicated lens. Yeah. That's right. um, and so just because like what was in front of me, um, like made me see a certain way that did, that doesn't mean that that actually was reality. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I, I think it's actually first acknowledging, um, that there, there is something real. Yes. Yes. Um, and it doesn't depend on what I believe, Mm -hmm. um, or, or what I think is real. Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah, there, there's yeah, just there's there's so many things that like I can be told is real, um, but like that that doesn't like necessitate that it is, and and I guess just like I don't know one one of those like kind of like truths that I believe like is like you know kind of a staple of reality is um, just this simple phrase: God is God and I am not. Yeah, um, and so. You know, there's a ton of different beliefs as to whether or not God exists. Right. Um, and there's a ton of beliefs as to if God exists, what this God is like. Yes. Um, and so, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, there being one God and him being a certain way. Um, and so if what the Bible says is true about that God um, and the God, then like that has implications on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you two guys said about, you know, like looking to the Bible for reality when I read the Bible, I start to build this understanding of how life is yeah. um, and then how that affects my life in relation to, first of all, God, but second of all, like both myself and others yeah. is is pretty crazy because it if if God is who, who the Bible says he is, um, then then that is like, I think the, the first big step into like seeing, seeing life mm-hmm. rightly. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, good thing. Yeah. Do y'all have anything else on that? I agree with what you said earlier. Like, I think humility is a practice. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't, yeah. you don't wake up one day and I'm humble forever. And yeah. like, <laughs> you have to consciously choose to see people, how God sees them to see yourself, how God sees you. Yeah. Um, and then it'll become natural, but yeah. like for a while, it can. It's just that conscious choice. Yeah, that's and then yeah, yeah like, that's really good. Yeah, the discipline of it, mm-hmm. and it's not just like yeah, it doesn't just come, but it's like something you fight for. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's good. We were saying like humility. It's not a personality trait. Remember, like, yeah. like none of the things. Honestly, like if if 
whatever it is like your heart is wicked because of sin like you are a rebellious sinner um and so i'm not starting out on the right foot <laughs> like i'm actually starting out like really not good and so for me to say that like something in my personality is at least a discipline like there can be humble things and there can be there you know we're made in the image of god and so there are godly things that we kind of can't help but to um exude but but really i think humility or any discipline you know prayer or um whatever discipline you can think of generosity it's typically not just something that i'm like you know like especially with motive yeah 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 like the you know just this this phrase that i don't know if we've said it before on the podcast but thoughts lead to actions which lead to habits which lead to character and that leads to your destiny um and so if i have a right view of god and myself and others yeah um like i have to intentionally think rightly yes you know like i'm not going to accidentally think rightly Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like this intentional thought that comes first and then i'm going to start like treating the lord yeah you know rightly and treating myself and others rightly and then it's going to be like a part of my habit and my character Mm -hmm. um and then you know maybe one day I'll be, you know, hopefully I'm more humble today than I was yesterday, right. at least 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm growing in humility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully I'll be more humble 10 years from now yeah, than I am right. today. Um, and so I think it can be a part of who you are, but it's, yes. it starts with me seeing things rightly and choosing to see things rightly and choosing to act in accordance with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a great point. I just, yeah, I think even, even as we're like talking about humility, that idea of reality is such an important factor. You know, like you said, sober sense of reality. Um, well, okay. Sober kind of understand that maybe, maybe not reality though. Like, it kind of takes humility to even admit that there is a reality because right, yeah. that honestly says, you know, um, you might be wrong. Okay. But that also for me to have a sober sense of reality is for me to say I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like, that is what we're talking about when it comes to like true humility. Um, yeah. Growing or, or like you said, discipline in our life is to say, okay, there has to be a a reality. I, you have to admit that (laughs) if you don't, you, this is the deal. If you don't admit that stuff, you live in fantasy land. And I mean, yeah, we've seen people like that. Um, yeah. I mean, on campus, there are people that you can walk by and you're like, that person is not in touch with reality. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily think to say they're not a humble person, but truly they're not. Um, you know, they're walking around, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to make an example. Well, it. just like, I mean, I don't know, even like an, an, a situation probably most people have been in is if you have people, uh, if you have friends, um, then most likely, um, <laughs> 
one of those friends probably has made you angry yeah. at one point. Um, or, you know, so, there was a miscommunication. Um, and so seven years ago, me and Charles moved up here to help start Chi Alpha and we had to start to learn how to be friends. Yeah. Um, and there were times during that learning how to be friends where I basically had to choose trust over suspicion um, because he would say th something or act a certain way where I had the opportunity to think Charles hates me or Charles is out to get me or, you know, like Charles is X way. Yeah. Um, and I could have believed that mm -hmm. stuff, yeah. you know, um, but it was regardless of what I believed or how I felt or what I thought there was something that was true. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, uh, or a hundred out of a hundred. Uh, <laughs> Probably not. Charles was not in the wrong, and it was just in my mind that I thought something was true. Mm -hmm. And it took humility for me to say, no, that probably isn't mm -hmm. true. But for the time being, this like idea that I had yeah. of you was like, was real to me. Yeah, right. You yeah, know, yeah. but like that didn't mean that it was like, it was true and it probably was. Yes. But I had to acknowledge I am probably wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About or at this. least have that mindset. Right. I, yeah. I could be wrong and this or this may not be my feelings aren't necessarily the test of truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that is like in terms of like having a sober sense of reality, our, our feelings are, are something that we have to like intentionally conquer mm -hmm. um, yeah. and and not allow to be like the dictator yeah, of, of what absolutely. we believe to be true. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's self-control. When we talk about self-control as a fruit of the spirit and I, will, I always tripped up like, well, how is self-control fruit of the spirit, you know, but it really is. And, and I think like something with, that with that is humility is, is one for you to think that way. But yeah, I mean, it's not 99%. It's like, 40% probably like <laughs> you're a great friend and, and gracious, but like also for me to understand humility and say, okay, I care about what you have to say so much so that I may, I may like think that my reality is, is also wrong. And so like for, for that to kind of be two humble people, two, two people practicing humility right, yeah. is a, is a, is a friendship, yeah. you know? And, and that really is like, you can't have one one sided. It's not real. It's not reality. And yeah, man, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like humili humility is kind of like a glue of friendship. And yeah. Like it keeps like a friendship like a strong yes. together. I mean, like we talked about integration point, like yeah. being Jesus. And so like that, like, of course, like is like number one in a friendship. Mm -hmm. But if like people like aren't going to like fight in humility for the friendship, like you guys talked about, like mm -hmm. how you like we're like willing to see like good things like in Charles yeah. and not like believe like lies. Like that really like is what holds like relationships together. And like all throughout the Bible, like I feel like, like, yeah. <laughs> like humility and like friendship is just talked about. It's really sweet. Yeah. I was thinking, um, about, I, I read this, um, AW Tozer article this morning and he was, he said nearness, um, basically nearness equals likeness. And so when you don't feel like you're near to God, um, that's dumb. He said, God is so 
he's a spirit. And so there's no like physical distance between me and God. All right. And so he, he basically said, God is so near. It's like an ocean. It's like, it's like a, sorry. It's like the ocean that fills the bucket that it's, that it's in. So like a bucket's in the ocean, God's in the bucket, but it's also surrounding the bucket. Right, yeah. So there's no like <laughs> distance at all. It's like, Oh, yeah, I'm full of God. No, I'm, filled with God and God's all around me. And right. so basically what he was saying is newness equals likeness. Um, like for us to be humble um, is for us to actually be like God. So these, so these godly characteristics in our life. And then, we, and then when you have these godly char- characteristics in your life, then you feel near to him mm-hmm. or, you, or you actually are near to him because you're near to his heart. Yeah. But when you're, when you have ungodly, so, you know, pride, um, selfishness, whatever, um, then, um, you're far from God, truly yeah. not in distance. He's still surrounding you. He still loves you, but you will not have a relationship. Like, like if we chose to be pride, pr- pride, right. if we chose to be pride, proud, proud, um, then our friendship would be broken and there really would be, even if we were roommates, we would be very, very distant because right. our, our likeness was not there. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was just like really kind of struck by that, that humility. And this is a big deal, especially when you're, when you're beginning to walk with God, humility is, I, I don't want to say this, but if you can, you can kind of correct me. It's almost as if it's a requirement to be near to God. And what I mean by that is like without it, you just can't be like you can't you can't be close to God without humility. Um, And so I don't know if he requires it, but I mean, I think about this, this verse. It's scary. Um, Gospel Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 says, Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me. So step one, yeah. be humble. Yeah. That's why you played that song earlier. I just realized that. <laughs> Good old candy. But yeah, I, I was like, why are you playing this? And yeah. Like, no, no I, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, another verse I was thinking about or um, something that Jesus told his disciples often was both deny yourself. Like mm-hmm. what you just read but also how many times the disciples were like having this like tug of war or like you know uh ladder climbing competition where they're like asking jesus like hey can i be at the top with you yeah you know or like hey can i sit next to you in your kingdom um which is a you know in in a kingdom uh is a very special place you know the king can grant um and and so how many times he said you know uh if any of you want to be first you have to be last yeah that's right and so jesus is telling his disciples if you want to be with me you gotta like be a servant if Mm -hmm. you want to be with me um if you want to be exalted then you have to humble yourself yeah um and and so i think you're right i don't think it's like wrong to say that you have to um well, then I, you want to use the word requirement. It's like, yeah, you, you have to, you're, you're not going to be close to Jesus if you choose to like exalt yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just, Jesus said it himself. And, and so, um, yeah, it, I think it is a reality for like being close to God. You've got to be humble. Yeah. 
and you have to see you have to b- believe there's a reality because otherwise yeah. why would you i'm god why not you know yeah yeah um and so it, it was making me think of um this verse in philippians 2 um starting like yeah. with verse 5 um it says your attitude should be the same as christ jesus who being in very nature god did not consider equality with god something to be grasped but made himself nothing taking on the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness um so like yeah like as a Christian, like we're supposed to look like Jesus. Yeah, and so that's right. he like being fully God and fully man, like chose to be humble. Like God yeah. came to serve. Like, wow. and like, like the other verse that says like God came to like, Jesus came to like to serve and not be served. Like, yeah. like all throughout like the gospel to see how Jesus like served people. Like he humbled himself. And so if we really like want to be followers of Jesus, like, and look like him, like, we have to be humble. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not, reality says it, you can't not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That makes me think of, like, like Jesus did come to serve mm-hmm. and of him washing the disciples' feet. Oh, yeah. And that's just, like, I don't want to wash my friend's feet. Like, <laughs> I don't know where you've been, but, yeah. like, that's what we need to do. And in John 13, verse 3, and four, it says, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table and washed his disciples' Jeez. feet. And that just like blows my mind because he knew that his authority wasn't from himself. Yeah. And he knew that like, yeah, he, it just, it came from God alone. Yeah. And so like everything we have comes from God mm-hmm. and he gives us the gift of humility, like, he teaches us, Jesus teaches us how to do it. He leads by example yeah. with that. And so we should lead by example with others in the gift of humility. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you do that? It can be like anything. Like I was telling you guys, it doesn't have to be the big things. Like yeah, that's if, really good. if you have an extra five in your wallet and you see a muffin at Starbucks, you could get your friend the extra muffin. Yeah. Um, and it takes less than five dollars out of your wallet Mm -hmm. and five minutes out of your day and like just the little things like putting seeing what someone else needs and putting their needs before your own yeah yeah that's cool like like humility and like the little things i remember when i was in small group i asked my small group leader like how do you like be humble like how do you like (laughs) practice this and she like told me this like super simple thing to do and i think about it all the time like whenever you go to like a public restroom don't just like go to the handicapped bathroom and so you get the nice big stall like <laughs> like let somebody else use it or yeah. like don't just go to the first one to so the easiest one for people oh, yeah. to walk into so every time i go to a public restroom i'm like okay which stall am i going <laughs> like just which is the like, most humble <laughs> yeah, like just a simple little things of like that's awesome i'm gonna choose like like to like somebody else over myself yeah 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 that's such a big deal like sorry i was just thinking like (laughs) i i never want to go to the handicapped restroom because it's always taller and so (laughs) since i'm shorter i'm like i can go to that one (laughs) so uh, yeah Yeah, you have to uh, yeah 
But I think, I don't know, it, the, the lesson from that, I guess, is like it, it differs from person to person. Like what what is um, a work, what, what takes effort for you to be humble isn't necessarily the same that like te- takes effort for me to be humble. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and it's it really is like this personal thing that you can't say, you know, it's the same thing across the board. Um, right. Because for some people, it's like. Like just watching my dad like grow up, like he, I didn't watch my dad grow up <laughs> when I was growing up. When I was watching my dad, he he served like crazy, um, and so it it's not necessarily like like what is easy for me to do. Easy, it is some things are yeah. easy for me to do because Natural. like. Right. Right. I I learned it growing up as a kid because I saw my dad serve. Some of those same things may not be as easy or natural or like take as less willful humility for someone else to do um, because they didn't have the example I had. Right. Um, and, and it like takes more work for someone else. Um, but for me, if like some of this stuff is like more natural to do, or it's like in my character now, because I saw my dad doing it growing up and I chose to do it the same way. Um, I've got to find those things that may take more work for me to do that might be easier for someone else to do. Um, because it's, it's, I feel like it's not just about like, um, how like Carly is served if I humble myself and do something for her. It's like the effect that choosing that has on me as a person. Like I I learn humility when I choose humility. Um, and that's like, I think may, maybe the bigger impact, you know, that humility has um, than, than just like kind of like love finds a need in me. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like yeah. I have to that the the impact that um, me looking for a need in my friends' lives and meeting that has on me learning to be unselfish right, is yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the key: learning to be unselfish. Because because yeah. you could I, I don't know I I've had experiences I've had friends who are um like they're always like the um. Have you ever had this, like, it, have, it seemed like it was really popular in high school, like, the one guy or one girl who, like, everyone would go to for advice? Like, did y'all have, were y'all that person? Or, like, do y'all know who I'm talking Probably, about? Okay. I'm Everybody seems like they had that, like, oh, man, like, and they'd always be like, everyone always comes to me for advice. Like, yeah. it's so annoying. I'm like, <laughs> why did they, like, and I'd always be like, why did they come to you for advice? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But I think that's, like kind of a normal attribute like i don't know it seems like if if you're willing to give advice like then other people are going to ask for it Mm -hmm. you know i don't know i don't know so um it seems like that it has to have it humility must do two things it must be um growing in unselfishness like you said and it must be god-centered um, it, it can't be either. It can't be anything else because truly, um, did we talk about, um, why do I do the things I do and who do I do them for? I don't know. Okay. So there's this thing like motive, right? Um, I could, I could give you your birthday's coming up. So that's exciting. Actually really soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe when this comes out. So happy birthday. <laughs> um, so your birthday's coming up and I, and I'm like thinking, okay, I know Grace loves this. I'm going to get her this thing and it's going to be awesome. 
two things that could happen. Or actually, let's say and you know the same thing, okay? And you get her the same thing, right? But you are much more godly than I. And you give it to her because you love her. And because you know that it will make her, um, yeah, you're putting her happiness above your happiness. Um, you're esteeming her, right? And then I'm a dirtbag. And I just want Grace to give me a birthday present on August 25th um, <laughs> that, that I really like, right? Same action, outwardly, same intent, uh, sorry, same reception. She's happy. She's, you know, like smiles the biggest, like everything. Joy comes to grace through both gifts, Right. Now you're out of the picture. You're very happy. You're playing. You're like doing your thing. Playing. You know, <laughs> child. With a two stuffed animals. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but they're the same. This one's the evil clone, and this one's the good one. Um, so, so focus on you. Your gift was a humble gift because it was done unselfishly, and it was done through love and, and through saying. Your happiness is, is more important than my happiness. Same thing I did, but on my end, I was not humble. And I think that's important. Like, it's not about the action. It's not about, um, it, it comes down, and, and we say this, this is like, it's kind of, I don't know, like a song. Why do I do the things I do, and who do I do them for? Why do I do the things I do, and who do I do them for? And that makes all the difference in the world because what you're doing is growing in unselfishness when you give her that gift. And what I'm doing is feeding my flesh and, and becoming more selfish and, and it better be a good present. You better spend more than I spend on you, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's not friend. We don't have friendship. I'm not pleasing God. He's actually disgraced at what I've done and he's proud of you. And he's, and he's like, he's like very happy and smiling at what you've done. And he's, and he's very sad and hurt by, by what I've done, even though it's the exact same thing. And, and I think that matters because today it is all, you know, you, you hear this idea of like virtue signaling, like, oh, I can't do anything good anonymously. It must be seen, right? Um, or the reason I did that action was because I'm better than all these people. You know what I'm saying? And, and man, that is, that is wicked. Um, everyone kind of agrees that that's wicked, but it still happens. And just because it's not seen as a, I mean, let's be real, prideful, selfish thing. Um, the action really doesn't matter. Like, like I could get you a crappy gift and if it's humble and you're humble, you would love it, you know, like, like really. And, and so I think, I think that is like a big, big purpose of what you said. We have to grow in unselfishness because it's not about just buying someone something. It's not about, um, preferring saying I prefer your you over me I have to live that and, and and yeah discipline sometimes means doing something until it's real <laughs> right like I mean that is literally kind of a definition of discipline is just keep doing it until it's it's real in your heart yeah. keep doing it until it's it sticks and yeah I, I don't want anybody to shy away from trying to be humble because that seems prideful. It's like, what? 
You're trying to be humble. That's awesome. Yeah. But I think like it, it, what the story you just told kind of made me think about, or another story where, um, so one of my friends from Sam Houston, Stephen Crawl, uh, he's, he's amazing. He is. He, he was telling me, uh, we did the internship together with Kyle Alpha down at Sam Houston. And I talked to him like over the summer and just, uh, you know, married with a couple kids and, um, he was telling me like, Hey man, like what, what you've been up to like the last few years, like how you been? I haven't talked to him in a while. And long story short, he said that at one point he was actually CEO of a company. And I was like, what? And he said, <laughs> Casually. yeah, uh, I, cause he's, he's awesome, but not someone that you would think like, he's like, kind of like a hooligan. Like, you yeah. know, he, he's so much fun, love him to death, like such a godly guy, but I wouldn't see him being a CEO yeah. of a company. It wouldn't necessarily see him wanting to be a CEO of a company, but he, but he got there and this is how it happened. He said that basically when he was working for this company, his, his boss or like the, uh, one of the, the owner of the company, um, said, pulled him inside and said, Hey, Steven, I want you to be the CEO of this company because I can trust you. Huh. And, and the reason he's, and, and his, the owner of this company saw that like Steven wasn't like trying to claw his way to the top and had his own interests mm-hmm. in front of the interests of like the company or his other coworkers. He was like a servant. He was like, he was like willingly and like humbly like serving his boss. Yeah. And so his owner, uh, I don't think his owner, the owner of this company, was a Christian. So this like non-Christian guy saw humility in wow. Stephen um, and and appointed him CEO of this company. Um, and, and so it was just crazy. Like, I don't know, you know, Jesus says, he who humbles himself will be exalted. Yeah, right, yeah. And like, even the world can see that. Like outside of the church, this is a reality. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and you may not get there as fast or in the way that, you know, is cool or whatever. You're going to have to serve a ton. Um, but like you can do that unselfishly and like, man, with, with, with Stephen and like other examples like Joseph, Daniel in the Bible, um, these, these guys like were, were seen as like, people who could be trusted and, and help run empires, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, which, absolutely. which is crazy. And like and, wicked empires, right? Not yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We worldly love God. empires, yeah, right. um, like killing babies and all yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like worshiping kind of like yeah, America pagans and yeah, just crazy. Um, yeah. And so it's just cool. Like thinking about like Steven's story and like, yeah. And these are the guys like in the Bible, like humbling yourself really is, mm-hmm. It's seen by the world too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not just right. like, oh, the Bible says so, so you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like other people see it and, and like value it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool what you said um, earlier just about how um, this really is like God's way. Both of y'all said it, mentioned like this is the way Jesus chose to do this because this is reality. And I just, I, yeah, I mean, think about it like, this is the way to God's heart is, is a humble, is a humble heart is cause I think, I think if we live in fantasy land, um, yeah, we can't make it, you know, like we never will. We, we don't want it. If I live in fantasy land, I want God to be what I want God to be, not who he actually is. But if I live in like reality, then, and you know, that leads to a lot of really not nice stuff. Like, 
you get really stressed out. You deal with like depression when you live in fantasy land. But like when you see reality, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Like yeah. you have a, just a clearer heart, like a clear yeah. mind. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't know. You, you said this the other day. Um, but like when I, I, I think just going back to Philippians 2, like verse 4, I think it is where it says, each of you should not look uh, yeah. only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Um, that is like when, when, when everyone is doing that, everyone yes. is taken care of. And I yeah. think like the world tries to mimic that. It's called socialism, um, <laughs> but it's not done in generosity. It's right. done being forced. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one wants to be forced to do it. But uh, if... Every if you had a community where everyone was putting each other's interests over yeah. each other's, mm-hmm. then um, people who were nurses would be able to take care of people like for free. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's the government calls that Medicare. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If if people were in need of money, you know, or services, then the church can supply for that. Yeah, you know, right. and and that's called um, whatever it's called. Supply. Supply. Um, <laughs> government supply. You know, like they, they try, you know, there's all these things that the, that the government is trying to like mm-hmm. replicate from like a worldly point of view. And really it's just, man, if you had a ton of people who like mm-hmm. were willing and wanting to put others' needs above their own, yeah. then everyone would be taken care of. And, and that's, I don't know, I, I think Jesus was on to something uh, <laughs> when he like modeled that and like taught that. Um of, of putting others' interests in front of your own. Yeah. Um, like, it really is the, the best way to live, the best way to be like Jesus. And um, within community, mm-hmm. you're like, everyone's taken care of. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah. Well, do y'all have any final things that you want to share with us before we finish? Yeah, look to me. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like everyone summed it up really well. But what you two said towards the end... Um, like, what do you do? why do you do what you do and what do you do it for? And, like, everyone has to be a part of the community. Yeah. It reminded me of um, when Paul's like, if I do this and this and this, but I don't do it with love, yeah. what's the point? Right. So it's like, I feel like humility and love kind of go together. Yeah. Um, and through humility, you see the love of God. And through the love of God, you see humility. Yeah. It's like a That's cycle. True. And then the more you grow in humility, like, yeah, it just yeah. keeps rolling. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, something like I was still thinking about is when you talked about the example of, of course, giving me gifts, which is awesome. <laughs> totally which we should practice. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but like in that, like it would be like bring joy to me. Mm-hmm. But like like when we give like or like like an example of like her giving out of like humility, like yes. that brings joy to like the Lord yeah. and like what we're made for is to glorify God yeah. and not like ourselves or like other people. And so like when we live humbly, mm-hmm. we're like living like the way we were intended yeah, to. That's like, so good. Like that's, yeah, that's just so cool. Like mm-hmm. the Lord intended for us to like be humble and he like made us for that. And so like, that is like where real health comes from. Yeah, and, like, yeah right on. Yeah. 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 That's good. Cool. Well, thank you guys for being with us. It was awesome. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. And have a great small group.